welcome back. This is Good Things Podcast. I am Emily Honey, and as always, I am joined by my delightful mother, Charlie Glenn. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> Technically, this is our 41st episode, but it's our second episode as Good Things Podcast. So if you're confused because you missed the 40th episode, we decided to do a name change and you can go back and listen to the 40th episode to find out why. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we are leading up to Easter with a three-part series that we began last week. But before we get into that, let's share our good things for today. Emily, you okay. go first. Nope, you go first. No. <laughs> Why is this getting into a fight every time now? No, I uh, because I need a moment to think about it. <laughs> That's why. I have good things. I just need to like sift one out of my mind. Okay, perfect. Go there. Well, I have a couple of good things. Um, most of all, I am, and, and you probably won't hear many people say this, so just going to say, for yes. me, this is a really good thing. I am getting hearing aids. Woo! Surprise! Yes. <laughs> but I'm just so thankful to live in a day and age where we have technology. And um, yeah. I guess in the last three months or so, I've realized there are consonants that I miss on the end of words, and it can change the whole meaning. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't hear the right word, and I think of another one, and it has nothing to do with that subject. So... Yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited and I had a great time at the audiologist learning all sorts of things. So good. That's a that good is thing. great. Also, I had like developed a really funny mental picture when you said you're thankful for technology of like you with one of those giant ear horns like that you <laughs> see use. <laughs> yes. Like, huh? Like, let me get my ear horn. At least you don't have to carry one of those around. <laughs> So that's nice. Thank goodness. No one will see these. <laughs> yes. Also, this is maybe a little gross, but it could also be helped if you like cleaned out your ears, like the ear wax. I don't have a problem with that. When the audiologist checked my ears, she said they were clear and oh. nice. And Okay. So you don't yeah. need to clean your ear wax out is what you're saying. I, I've never had a problem with that. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Just, just curious, just throwing that out there. I know that can be a problem for some people, but apparently right. not for you. Right. Nope. So that's good. Not me. All right. Well, those are good things. I think my good things is that it's been a little bit warmer lately and sunny. And I have been working in my yard a little bit and I love working in my yard. However, I do have to pace myself because it, there's so much that I could do. You know, we have all these trees and bushes and things, and there are leaves everywhere still. We cleaned some of them up about halfway through the fall, but then the rest of them fell. So there are leaves everywhere still. So I need to clean up all the leaves and all this stuff. But I decided to pace myself. Like I have to go outside and tell myself, you can only work in this area today. Because otherwise, I'm going to be frustrated and overdo it um, and make myself exhausted. So Yesterday was beautiful. I went outside. The boys are playing outside and I rearranged some things by our back porch. So 
we don't have, this is more than you probably want to know, but I don't care. We don't have like, (laughs) (laughs) we, we don't have a trash pickup system where we have big containers that they pick up. We have bags. And so it gets really annoying, like just having bags sitting everywhere. So we have a big container to put bags in, and then we have to move the bags to the alley for trash day. So but that's been a big trash can and like extra bags sit by the back door and we can see them from the kitchen and the living room and just kind of unsightly. So I moved that to the other side of the back door where we can't see it. And I made like a little pad for it out of some bricks that we already have, like leveled it out. I know. And then moved a couple plants around and then I have some plans for some other like flowering plants that I'm going to put to just make it all look nicer. And so I'm very excited about that because I'm no longer looking at a big trash can out my back door. So that's my, my first thing that I've done this year in the garden. So the beginning of a beautiful summer yard. Yes. I, yeah, I love, I love it. I love working outside in in the yard. It's very satisfying to me. Good. It was really nice. Really, really nice. So that's my good thing. Just getting to spend some time. And like, you know, I didn't spend any money at all. I just rearranged things. And there's just something so nice about it looking fresh and a little bit better and not spending any money, just rearranging, cleaning things up. It's nice. If it is not raining this weekend, I might do start some things like that. I really want to straighten up my garage. Oh yeah. I, I'm just really starting to feel that spring time's going to come and no. I need to get prepared. Yes. I love cleaning things out in the springtime because yeah. in the summer here, it's a bazillion degrees outside and I don't want to leave the house. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it gets to almost a bazillion here. So I get it. Okay. All right. Should we talk about what we're going to talk about on the episode? We should. Today? Okay, we let's, should. let's move on. Our last, uh, on our last episode, we gave a really clear explanation of the gospel of Christ. So today, we want to share some things that we want everyone to be cautious and aware of regarding how the gospel is handed in, handled in today's world. <laughs> Not handed, handled. handled. <laughs> very similar words, just, yes. just an L of a difference. Yeah, exactly. So we had such a good interview with Diana last week. And we recently in my church talked about what the gospel is and kind of talked about how it gets distilled down into different versions that aren't the full gospel. And they're not necessarily wrong, but they're just pieces of the gospel. So they're not exactly complete and I had never heard this before. And I grew up in church and dad was a minister and I'd heard like different versions of the gospel. I'd heard some of them, but I'd never heard it put so succinctly. And so we wanted to share these with you guys just because I thought it was a really great um, summary and a great way just to be aware of like when only part of the gospel is being shared and not the full gospel. So there are five of these that we're just going to briefly talk through and share with you guys. So that way you can have that same understanding. So mom's going to share the first one. This is the forgiveness only gospel. So it's kind of like, you know, a lot of people are drawn to the gospel because they're 
fearful of eternity and hell. And so they want to get their fire insurance, so to speak. They feel like they can just say a prayer and have their fire insurance and then nothing in their life changes. They don't feel like right. they, they have to have a relationship with Christ because they're eternally secure now. Right. So it's called sanctified passivity, AKA it means, you know, Hey, we're safe from hell, uh, but that's it. That's all I need. I don't have to do anything else. I don't have to have a relationship. Right. But we know that is part of the gospel. Right. The salvation part of the gospel, but it doesn't end there. We know that a personal relationship with Christ comes and along with that brings sanctification and becoming transformed and so much more. Yeah. And the fullness of life that Christ talks about, like if you right. just are viewing the gospel as a way to not go to hell, like you're missing that fullness of living for the Lord that you would. Yeah otherwise get. So yeah, the good news is so much more than fire insurance. Right. Absolutely. So the yeah. second incomplete gospel that we are going to talk about is called the gospel of the left. We did not make up these names. As far as I know, they're not political in origin. So I don't want you to go there. Um, but that's just what this one's called. And basically the gospel of the left focuses on helping the needy, which is great and biblical that is definitely something that Jesus felt very strongly about doing is helping the needy. Um, right. But the gospel of the left also accommodates to the culture of the day. So whatever the current culture is, it takes on those ideologies instead of referring back to the truth of the Bible. So, the gospel of the left gospel would see truth as like optional or personal um, and something that we can't necessarily really know. And we know that truth is exclusive. Truth can't be right. true for one person and untrue for another person. Things that are true for one person, not for another person or opinion, they're not true. Right. So exactly. that aspect of the gospel of the left is just incorrect their gospel of the left is definitely right in its desire to help people in need, the marginalized, the needy, the poor, um, those kinds of things. That's very, very biblical, but not at the expense of truth. That's the gospel of the left. The third that we want to talk about today is the prosperity gospel. And that may sound familiar. And I've known about it, heard yeah. of it for decades. Um, it's also been called the name it, claim it gospel. Right. Like you can. Yeah. Health and wealth also, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, the idea is that we are entitled to wealth, prosperity, health, and other things. Um, and if we just have enough faith or do the right things, God will give those to us. The problem with the health and wealth prosperity gospel is that it overlooks the fact that we are not just promised blessings as children of God, but we are also promised, and I do mean promised, suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it kind of negates the suffering aspect that we will encounter as Christians. 
having been married to a hospice and hospital chaplain for years, it negates the fact that sometimes healing and health come through death. Yeah. Because they really emphasize that God wants everyone to be healthy and and healed. He's going to heal everyone. And, but you know, death is the doorway to our eternal life with Christ. Yeah. And that can come through bad health. Right. And I think that also culturally we see death as a bad thing. Like Western medicine sees death as a disease to be fought um, right. And that when someone dies, it's like losing a battle. Whereas as believers, we should see death as the goal, <laughs> like the ultimate, right. you know, not that we're trying to die, but just that it's the finish line. It's the, you know, victory at the end of a race well run versus a um, disease to be conquered. I I kind of wonder like when this prosperity gospel started becoming a thing, became popular because it feels, I don't don't know anything about the history of it. It feels very Western civilization to me, like wealthy Mm. people, wealthy societies, wealthy cultures feel entitled to things. And I think that we feel very entitled as a culture. I don't know. I kind of want to go back and let's talk about Job for a minute. He lost his children and all of his wealth within sounds like a matter of days. Right. Maybe one day. Really quick. So his friends came to, quote, comfort him. And back at that time, there was the thought that if you were right with God, then you received all these blessings and you got all good things. But if you weren't right with God or you had sin in your life, then you got punishment. And so his friends, when they came to, quote, comfort him, they were all about, well, Job, you just need to confess your sins. Something's right. got to be what wrong. What did you do wrong? For yeah. These bad things to happen. So it's yeah. been around in one form or another for a long, long time. Of years. Yeah. A yeah. long, long time. But we yeah. have good point. To some extent westernized it. Good point. So that's the prosperity gospel. So right. the next one, the fourth one is called the consumer gospel. And um, it's also called the prosperity gospel light because it basically says that God is here to meet our needs. So it's not quite as far reaching as the prosperity gospel. Like it's not saying you deserve to be wealthy and always well and good health, but just that God's going to provide everything that you need. And this can kind of lean to some impatience with God and even some entitlement, like we talked about with the prosperity gospel. And God does promise to provide for our needs, but it doesn't always look the way that we think it should. Um, And just because he's providing for our needs doesn't mean that we're always going to have like all our physical needs. So I just think of like, you know, Paul and Silas being bound in prison and beaten and in chains and, you know, people, uh, martyrs in the church, like going hungry and freezing to death and things like that. Those are extreme examples, but those people's needs were met in a different way than actually receiving food and clothing and shelter and safety. And I'm not saying that God doesn't provide food and clothing and shelter and safety. He does but that's not 
always the way that he provides for our needs. And he doesn't always intervene when the sinfulness of this world comes into our lives and affects our lives in negative ways. Right. He, he doesn't, he uses that and he brings good out of those things, but we're still going to be affected by the bad things happening in our world. We right. have that possibility. Exactly. Yeah. The, so. the world is still sinful. We're still sinful, even though we're growing in Christ and learning and all that. And so we're still going to feel the effects of that. Okay. The fifth that we want to talk about is the gospel of the right. And remember, we don't know who named these and they don't right. have any political connections <laughs> that yeah. we know of. Not that we know of. This is the need to be right. Not as in the right or left versus right or left, but the need to be right, to have the right doctrine, to have the right ideas. Right. It sounds very legalistic to me. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But Emily already talked about how the gospel is exclusive, but this is exclusive in a different way. It leads to exclusivity and factions and even emotional attachment from the, the needs of others. De detachment. Oh, oh, sorry. Emotional De detachment, right. not attachment. Right. Emotional detachment from the needs of others, not being you know, willing or seeing the need to right. take care of those. Yeah. It also leads to pride and self-importance. So once again, it's not leading to the truth. Biblical truth is important, but at what cost? Yeah. And I think that maybe this one, the way that I think of this one is like, it leads to factions within the church, like within the body of believers as a whole. And this is part of why we have so many denominations and so many things like that, which are not bad things, but some of them didn't start in, you know, necessarily God glorifying ways. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, God can use, he, he can redeem anything that he allows. This especially has led to a lot of people in our culture having a bad view of Christians because they view Christians as people who think that they're right, which I, I do think that we are. I think the Bible is true, but that they also judge other people and don't love other people because of that. And I hope that that's not how I come across um, because I do believe the Bible is true and that the gospel of Jesus in the Bible is true. But I also hope that I love other people well, whether they believe that or agree with me on all points or not. Correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I okay. think this leads us, this thought process and the fifth, the gospel of the right, leads us into back into some bondage that right. isn't meant to be in the gospel of Christ. We are redeemed. We are free. Yeah. We will still, um, as David talks about in Psalm 119, we're still tempted to stray. God calls us back. We come back. We repent. But when it gets into this type of legalism and right doctrine, you have to do it just this way. Yeah period, then it begins to, like the Pharisees and Sadducees, begins to bring us back into some bondage that Christ released us from. Yeah. I think, I think we can see this in Colossians and even maybe Galatians where people are 
going back to what mm -hmm. they believe. There's uh, a group in Colossians, I think it is that, you know, they're saying, well, you have to be circumcised. If you aren't right. circumcised, you aren't saved. Circumcision is not something that's part of the gospel. Right. It's an outward expression of something. Right. The people in the book of Colossians were tending to go back to their old beliefs. Right. And take back on the characteristics of bondage that they had prior to trusting Christ. I feel like that's kind of encompassed in this fifth one. Yeah, no, I think that's spot on, mom. I think you're right in that. And I think that it's easy for me to look back at these five like partial gospels and see at least a couple of them that have kind of been that I've heard in churches and at camps and things like that growing up and throughout the years preach this way. Do you feel like you've heard any of these preach this way throughout the years? This was yeah. not in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely heard the prosperity gospel and yeah. kind of the prosperity light. The gospel of the left, I've never heard of until we no. started reviewing this. Yeah. The gospel of forgiveness, I don't know that I've heard it preached this way, but I've seen it acted out. I've, I know people. Right who live this, whether they understand that it's an incomplete form of the gospel or not. I know right. many, many, many people who say that they are a Christian and it's based on a time where they gave their life to Christ and they have their fire insurance, but their lives have never changed. Right. They don't necessarily have a love for God and his word and they aren't obedient to the word. Yeah. So I think my point in asking that is just that it's easy for us as believers to fall into these lines of thinking with partial gospel. Like it's easy to see how those would be something that we could, could fall into. And I think different personalities have different tendencies. Like I have a tendency to be mean as we've talked about before. And so like <laughs> my tendency in these partial gospels would probably be the gospel of the right because <laughs> I'm right and you need to get on board. But, um, you know, thankfully, I think, I hope the Lord has grown me enough in that to um, just to hold my tongue and to pray for people and to love people um, and yeah. let the Lord do the work because me arguing with them and feeling judgmental towards them or prideful about what I believe is in no way helpful. I think this goes back to, as Christians, we have a sense of humility of our inability to change ourselves and to change right. others. And therefore we see them through God's perspective. We need to see them that way instead of our own. But I also want us to touch real quick on the deceitfulness of Satan. He is the great deceiver and he can make things look so right and so close to the gospel right. that we can get sucked into it easily. And so I just want to impress on us the need to know God's word. And I don't just mean this verse here and this verse here and this verse here. We have to read it. We have to put it in context of the whole scripture, because if we don't, then we are dangerously close to becoming involved in things like this based on one passage. Yeah. And even when Satan tempts Jesus, he quotes scripture to him. Like, right. Satan exactly. knows what's in the Bible. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he can, he can quote it. Um, and that was thousands of years ago. So, you know, I think that, what is that saying? 
the best lies start with a kernel of truth or something like that, or the most convincing lies start with a kernel of truth or something like that. So it just makes me think of that, like that we do need to put on the full armor of God and be in the Bible and reading the Bible, which is the word of God and our only offensive weapon. Okay. Do you have anything to add about those five, mom? I think I have already added. Okay. So (laughs) this leads to what we talked about last week, which is the kind of the sixth option, but it's actually the full gospel of Christ. And this is called kingdom gospel. And this is that Jesus called his disciples to follow him. And that's what he's calling us to do, right? We get eternal salvation. We should love and provide for and care for the needy and the marginalized. And God does provide for us according to his riches and glory, right? That doesn't always mean it looks like the way we want it to, but he does provide for us. And we, it's very important to know the truth of the Bible. And with the full gospel, with this kingdom gospel, we can live and love like Jesus did. And I'm not saying that's easy, right? Because good is not always the same as easy. It is very hard. And actually, apart from the Holy Spirit, it's impossible. We can't do this without the Holy Spirit. We can't give ourselves salvation um, after we die. We can't love people genuinely who are marginalized and needy without without the Holy Spirit. We can't do those things apart from him. It is really hard, (laughs) but it is what the fullness of the gospel of Christ calls us as believers to do. I recently heard and um, show that I was watching, they were talking about instead of asking questions like, do you want to get saved or do you need to get saved or whatever? The question is, do you want to know God? Yeah. Do and that's very different. A personal relationship with God. Yeah. And that's very different. I think the, the term like, do you want to be saved is different from like, do you want to know God? an action versus a relationship. And salvation is a relationship where we yield ourselves to the Lordship of Christ. It requires transformation. And as you said, that only comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. If we could transform ourselves, we would have no need for the gospel. Right. We would be our own gods, which is what we want, but we can't do it. (laughs) Starting with Adam Original sin right there. That's right. (laughs) Wanting to be God. Well, like I've always said, like in the banking world, you have to know the truth to be able to see the counterfeit. Yes. I've been thinking about that a lot lately this week for some reason. But yeah, you have to know the original, like to know when you see something that's false, you need to study the original. And don't be tempted to go off and study the false. Stick with It doesn't mean that you can't know like the arguments and things like that, but um, it's easy to be misled. Right. Sometimes it's easy to fall into it. Sure. Definitely. We've got to put on the armor of God. Yep. Well, anything else to add, mom? No, this has been a great conversation for all of you. And I hope it sparks some deep thinking on your part, because it is always good to know what we're up against. Yeah. And what's out there. I'm not going to lie. My personality type likes to avoid conflict and sometimes probably could be likened to an ostrich putting their head in the sand, but but it's really important for us to know these things. Okay. Well, I think this has been a good conversation too. Next week, we're going to talk about favorite Easter traditions, things that um, 
we've done, things that you guys have done, because we've been asking you, what are some of your favorite Easter traditions, Easter things? How do you celebrate Easter? So we're going to be talking about those things. And I think that's going to be really fun. I really enjoyed it when we did the Christmas episode like this. So I think it'll be really fun with Easter too. What do you think, Mom? Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. And that'll lead us up to the Easter Sunday celebration. So that'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Since we changed our name, we want to make sure that you are following us in the right places. We are on Instagram at good things podcast. Remember it's not the good things. It's just good things podcast and on Facebook. So if you were following uniquely you podcast, hopefully you're still following us on those places because we just changed the name. But if you or not, if you're not sure if you are, if you haven't seen any updates from us, go ahead and find us at Good Things Podcast. Make sure that you're following us so you can be part of the conversation. You can share your favorite Easter memories and traditions and stories with us. So you might have your story or tradition or memory featured on the show next time. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. And make sure while you're in your podcast app right this second, just go ahead and, you know, dry your hands off if you're doing dishes, take your gloves off if you're gardening, whatever you may be doing, stop for a moment and make sure you're subscribed to the podcasts. We want uh, to make sure that you get our delightful new episodes every time they release every two weeks. So hit the subscribe button and make sure that you're sharing those episodes. If you felt like anything you heard today was new or enlightening or interesting, or you hated it, go ahead and share it with your friends so that they can join the conversation as well. So hopefully if you were subscribed to Uniquely You Podcast, you should still be subscribed, but just go ahead and hop on over there and check and make sure for us. Because as I tell my public speaking classes, technology fails. So just check it. Make sure you're still subscribed so you can still get all our episodes as we release them. And while you're over there, just let us know what you think. Hopefully you'll leave us a five-star rating and positive review. And go ahead and tag us in a post on Instagram or Facebook using our new name at Good Things Podcast or our hashtag Good Things Podcast. And uh, you can always leave a comment or message us. And we'd love to know what you think, what you think of the new name, what you think about some of the new content that we've been doing and other things. We, we care about you. We care about your thoughts. That's why we do this. So let us know what you think. Uh, Mom, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah. If there are good things that you would like to hear us talk about. Just oh, yeah. Let us if you know. have topic ideas, we would love to hear those suggestions. We're very open to ideas. And we, if you have a question you want us to try and answer, we could try and answer it. Possibly. I don't know if we can or not answer If it, we can't, we'll we might be able to call someone in and interview them and talk That's to them right. about We it. might be able but. to call in an expert. We'll phone a friend or Zoom call a friend and have them answer it for you. So, right. or if there's someone you'd like, be interested in hearing us interview. We would also love to know that. So yeah. we have more interviewees coming up in the future and we're excited about those. This podcast is not just for us, it's for you. It's mostly for you because we talk all the time. We have conversations about <laughs> all this true. stuff That's without true. recording it. So it's mostly <laughs> for you. <laughs> so oh, we want to know what you think. <laughs> let us let us hear your voice. You know, yes. This, this is yours. So yeah, talk, absolutely. Talk to us. Talk to us. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, mom, will you pray for us today? Yes, Thank I you. will. Great. 
Father, what a privilege and honor it is to be able to have a podcast and to talk about the good things in our lives. We just thank you for our listeners. I pray for them and I praise you that you know them and know their needs personally. And I just lift their needs up to you today, whatever it may be that they are struggling with. Um, I lift up their praises to you. Maybe they're just having such a joyful day that they're praising you. And so we just want to join them in that praise because you are the author of life, the author of all good things, and you never leave us and you never forsake us. So we just come to you today with Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving that the sun is shining and there's no ice on the ground or snow right now here. So anyway, Lord, we love you and we just want to be used by you. Thank you for giving us this desire to share you through the podcast. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks again for joining us on Good Things Podcast, and we hope you enjoyed it. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you next time.